like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... That was an aggressive idea you had for us. Yeah. I, well, the, the idea was that you should shut up so that we can do this great show that we do. It was just, it was like, I have an idea. Shut up. It was like, it was aggressive. It was a lot. On this, the day of our Lord's rebirth. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, hey, if you want to join me in the kingdom of heaven, quit fucking around. <laughs> it, is, it is the day of our Lord's rebirth and it is Star Wars Day, right? No, that's May, May the, the 4th. May the 4th, not May April. May the 4th, yeah. not April the 4th. Yeah. It's not? No, you're, no. A, you're a month early. Someone sent me something that was like, Happy Star Wars Day, and I was like, cool. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's May the 4th be with you? Yeah, not April. Not April, April the 4th. The 4th April the 4th be with you. you. You that, know what? That famous you know what? line we're from in, Star Wars <laughs> that everyone remembers. We're an inclusive podcast here. We want April the 4th to be with you. We want June the 4th to be with you. Yeah, we want mm-hmm. every day to be with you. Yeah. November, we're still on the fence about. But pretty much everything else we want yeah. to be with you. Uh, you know, March can go fuck itself. March is uh, the worst month. Yep. Yeah. Well, Just, good thing it's gone over. now. Yeah. yeah. It's over and it's done with. There's been a lot of studies uh, by March a lot of sucks. universities about the suckiest months. And it's March. <laughs> suckiest. And it's always March. Always, always March. March. Always March always comes out on top of sucking. Yeah. But, you know, we, we have made it into April. We got rid of the suck month. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, and we just, and we all survived, we survived April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day because a yeah, lot of people was said it was canceled. not the year for fooling. But, uh, oh, hey, oh, guess what? Guess what? Uh, maybe you didn't hear about this. Hang on. I have to adjust my levels because I'm very loud, very animated <laughs> about this. Okay, okay. Get this. So I was, I was reading on the Twitter and apparently Deliveroo, the French delivery service that is okay. basically like their version of Postmates, thought it would be super funny on April Fool's to send a bill to somebody for $500 worth of food they didn't eat or order and go, haha, April Fool. That's <laughs> and not the funny. Guy, to just a random person? Yeah. yeah. And apparently didn't go over well. <laughs> yeah, no shit, Deliveroo. <laughs> I'd been like, um, excuse me, I would have gotten on the phone and started screaming at every human being that I could. And mm-hmm. then they'd be like, I don't understand. And then they'd be like, April Fools. And then I would probably punch them through the phone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that's, people like companies like, think it's funny to joke with customers' money. Like, that's not funny. Velveeta made their Vel- V by Velveeta skincare line, which I thought oh. was funny. <laughs> well, that, that famous comic book, V for Velveeta. Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's the one. And Burger King had their um, ice cream sandwich that was in two pieces of Texas toast. Oh, gross. <laughs> it looks so sick. Well, what's wrong with that? Gross, Bob. Do you guys remember when, what was it, Wendy's did the um, Pop-Tart ice cream sandwich? Yes. No. I do remember Oh, that, that shit was good. You had it once because you oh, went yeah. with your oh, old no, boss. No, and- this is the greatest. Okay. I didn't even tell the story. So, my, okay. My old boss, uh, who I worked with for a number of years, she's the best, um, when I was in video games, was obsessed with eating horrible food yeah. and would okay. eat everything. So, I don't know if you remember this, but there was that time when there were like 58 different new sort of like novelty foods that came out the from a bunch. The Double Down from KFC. 
No, that that was not it. That was not one of them. That was not one of them. But they did like the pretzel burger at one of those places, and they did like Doritos Locos tacos had just come out. Yeah. And then they had the the pop tart ice cream sandwich. So one day she took the whole team out, and we all went to all these different places, and we tried all of them. Tried all of them, and you (laughs) had diarrhea for a week. Yes, that is also true. But (laughs) the best out of all of them was the pop tart ice cream sandwich. So it's really just can't two pop tarts with ice cream in the middle. Yeah. yeah, and they charge you four bucks for it. Probably. Yeah. You can, but it's a great thing because you can learn how to make it at your own house. It's yeah, it's a really easy Pop-Tarts. recipe. Yeah, buy pop tarts. Ice yes. cream. Buy ice cream. Yes. <laughs> Smush them together. Yes. Done. It's delicious. You're you're acting like you're you're better than all of this with your a- attitude. I, but I'm gonna tell true. you this right it's, now. They're very delicious. True. I am acting as if I am above a Pop-Tart ice cream sandwich when, you know, in a, in a weaker moment, I would be like, I'll eat that. Yeah. Dude, stoned? I don't think anybody would say no to that. Total stoner guy. Oh, yeah. A little bit drunk at like 1130 at night and you're like, oh, yeah. That sounds so good. Yeah. Yep. Do you have strawberry? <laughs> I need it frosted. If you have unfrosted, you're fired. Do you have the like brown sugar cinnamon one? That's the best pop With vanilla ice cream? Oh my God. Frosted strawberry is the best. Frosted strawberry? No. Bob brown has, sugar cinnamon. Oh no. Oh, no, Bob no. has very strong opinions about I have Pop-Tarts. strong opinions on Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Um, I used to work I, PR for Kellogg's and uh, so I worked above a giant warehouse full of Pop-Tarts for a while yeah. and I, I went through a phase where I tried all the Pop-Tarts <laughs> for like the first month and a half I worked there That's amazing. and then I never ate another <laughs> Pop-Tart. Why? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I was like too much. Too much. I don't know, man. I can't imagine I a world so. in which I've had too many Pop-Tarts. It's, that is true. I can't imagine a world where Listeners, I... email us all your Pop-Tarts. Podcast at gmail.com <laughs> Tell us your favorite pop tart. Yeah. Everybody, let tart. us know that the brown sugar cinnamon is by far the best one. This is false. Oh boy, it's definitely the best one. There's no. schism in, in my show. No. I need to rectify this. Is this. this Snickers is garbage candy all over this again. This really is. It's fucking trail mix, guys. It's not a candy bar. Oh yes, God. it is. Stop. Anyway, I, I, is you, has, has your Hi. Never mind. I'm not. I was gonna ask. No, if, do it. Like, do it. Yeah, I was Bring gonna it. ask if your mouth had been pooped in, but yeah. I, like I don't know why that was what came to mind. Is none of your business. <laughs> I was like, look, if what it, happens between two consenting adults is none of your business. No, it's between the two consenting adults and their Lord and Savior, who is zombified as of today. Yes. Done. <laughs> Maybe it was my Lord and Savior. You oh. don't know. I have Jesus pooping in my mouth every <laughs> Sunday. That's yeah, called the Jerusalem steamer. <laughs> oh my God. The, the Nazareth steamer. The Nazareth steamer. Good God. Um, did oh, you know man. this week we are talking neither about Jesus? Well, I don't know that. but well, We don't know. Or poop that no. I know of. No. You don't know what we're talking about. That's true. No, this week we are going to talk about some cryptids. But well, first... Oh shit! We must welcome you to the podcast. Welcome you to the show. So, hi. (gasps) Shit! You got so distracted by Jesus pooping in my mouth that you forgot to hide. I did. I forgot where I was and what show. It's a distracting visual. I get it. I get it. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. Yeah, we're the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We we drink thematically appropriate beer, and And, you know Jesus poops into his mouth. 
we're three consenting adults, so what happens here is none of your business. Yeah, but the Except thought of that... Except on the internet. But the thought of that makes Podcast Mom forget everything. <laughs> it's such a horrifying visual. I forget I know. all. Well, and this week we're not even doing ghost stories. No. Which we kind of promised you last week we would go back to but ghost we're stories. liars. And then we did it because it's our show and we do what we want. Yeah, and I'm a liar and pfft, on you. Um, so as I mentioned, we're doing yeah, pre-high, uh, we're doing cryptids. Uh, why, you ask? Well, it's because our beer this week is Party Like Sasquatch. Uh, it is a Bigfoot Porter Black Current Edition. So that is why we are talking about what we're talking about. Yeah, man, Sasquatch is right there in the fucking title. It right. was a gimme. It really was a gimme. So if you were expecting me to go Sasquatch, no, just not going to happen. No, not go Squatch. No, go Squatch. Um, but yeah, tuna. What? You, oh, it's my turn. Yes. What? What you got for us? All right. So, as you know, I like to pick weird, lesser-known cryptids and bring them to the world because they're all good dogs. They all deserve love. Yes. They all. Everybody in the world needs to know about these cryptids. Yeah. Everyone needs to know. Big um, or small. So I went to a land that has given me more than one unusual cryptid. Mm. I'm going back down under um, to bring you the tale of the what I assume is pronounced the bunyip. The bunyip. It the bunyip. Like B-U-N-Y-I-P. Bunyip. Bunyip. It's a gross foot disorder. Cryptid. It's super, it's super not, but we're going to get to it. So the bunyip is a creature of Australian Aboriginal belief. Oh. Okay. So it predates the white people. Okay. Um, And this creature has a bunch of different names. It's prevalent throughout the continent, but wherever it, the origin originates from, mm-hmm. it has a slightly different name based on whatever the language was of that area. Okay. Um, based on local nomenclature. But most commonly, it's called the Bunyip, which is based on the language of the Wemba Wemba or the Wagaya language. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those I, two things. I'm fluent which are, in Wemba Wemba. Yeah, in Wemba Wemba. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Mr. Wemba Wemba. Which are both based is Chumba in... Wumba from Australia? England. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know. They're all the same. I didn't Canada, know they England, like Australia. Of... They're all the same. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't they know got they're... the queen on their money. Yeah. <laughs> they all have the same queen. They all got the same old white lady on their money. Yeah. Um. So, and both of those tribes are based in the Victoria area, which is like southeastern Australia. Okay. So, in the Wemba Wemba language, uh, Bunyip roughly translates into devil or evil spirit. Sweet. Oh, Zach Fun. Baggins pops out of nowhere. Did you say devil? Did you say devil? Evil spirit. Um, so the uh, bunyip is a water-faring creature, so lives in the water. Oh. Um, and it water. is a creature that normally lives in swamps, creeks, riverbeds, and billabongs, which I learned is not just a, a surfer brand. Name? Oh, what is yeah. a billabong? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. A billabong is an isolated pond left behind once a river changes course. Oh. So oh, it's like a little... Like a, isn't that like a billabong. A, well, isn't it also called an oxbow lake? Yes. It's the same thing, but they just call it them It is billabongs. the same thing, but in Australia, they're called billabongs. Because they got to call everything something stupid down there. Kind of, yeah, yeah. but Wallaby. billabong is more fun. It is Chumba more wumba. <laughs> Chumba wumba. Tub thumping. Yeah. <laughs> Shrimp on my barbie. 
Oh, um, yes. So it lives in the water. Okay. Um, and now you may ask, what does the bunyip look like? Yeah, what does it look well, like? Well, we're a little undecided on this point. You know, it looks like so, anything and nothing at all. It looks like whatever your mind's eye sees. Okay. So as Wikipedia carefully breaks down, okay. it told me it looks like one of two things and then gave me three options. Way to go, Wikipedia. Okay. That's not how math works. Um, so 60% okay. of people who have seen the bunyip okay. say that it looks like a seal or a swimming dog. Okay. Okay. So, so they say seal. that the creature, they say the creature is normally between four to six feet long with a shaggy dark coat, either like dark brown or black. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a round head, much like that of a bulldog. Okay. Uh, very prominent ears, no tail and like big walrus whiskers. <laughs> Oh, I think he's cute. What I'm imagining in my mind's eye is like a really big Rottweiler with whiskers. Yes. So now I imagine, as now I've spent an hour looking into this, I'm now Bunyip expert. Oh, I imagine this to be the child or adolescent version of the Bunyip. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. So that's what my, that's what I imagine is. And then it grows up to be what 20% of the sightings look. So we were at 60. Now it's another 20. Okay. Okay. This is why there had to be a third option, Wikipedia, because that's only 80. Yeah, that's not mad. 105%. So the uh, another 20% say that it's basically, it's very similar, but it got a long ass neck, like oh. a big, long swan neck. Okay. okay. And it's bigger. So they say it's a very long necked creature with a small roundish head, okay. um, sometimes with a beak. They, many people described it similar to an emu. Okay, so maybe um, but it looks like a dog with an emu. Okay, wait, we're, we're building, we're building. Mm-hmm. We're still building our little critter. Um, so they say that these sightings they tend to be between ten and fifteen feet long, so bigger. Yeah, that's why I think this is the mama bunyip. I see. Okay. Um, and again, they're dark fur, large ears. Okay. At this point, they have grown tusks. Oh. Okay, so but also of- have a bird mouth. Bird yes, yeah. but they have this elongated neck that is maned, so it has fur falling to one side, but is also covered in many, many folds of skin. What? So it's like a, it's like a, like it's one a of those smooshy-faced dogs. It's got a Sharpay neck with a horse mane and an emu face and a dog body. Okay. Cool. And walrus, and, and walrus, walrus tusks, tusks and yeah. whiskers. Okay, okay. This is what it looks like. You know, they should just stay children. Yeah, maybe. Now, the other 20%, you may say, well, what did they see? Yeah. They see what scientists, science, has uh, decided to categorize as, quote, ambiguously beyond characterization. It too fucked up. It's so fucked. I can't even begin to describe it. It's just a weird ass fucking water thing. It's just a thing. Lovecraftian description. Of a thing so horrible, Horf- it could not even. be described. Yes. Beyond characterization. It's Cthulhu. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so, whilst these sightings do vary, everyone agrees that it's covered in like a dark fur, like a long shaggy coat. Mm-hmm. It got big ass ears. Okay. Um, the creatures are nocturnal. Oh. So, they live in the nighttime. They are amphibious. So, they live in the water. Yeah. Um, and when they're in the water, they swim with little fins, mm. but then they can climb up on the land and walk around. Most reports say like a crocodile or some say on their back two feet. Undecided. 
Maybe it's it's working its way evolutionarily to stand to upright. Standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the platonic ideal of a band. But with such a, a long neck, I don't think their center of gravity would support it. And they would yeah, just fall like, over. That's why you have the long neck in order to create a counterbalance. It can wa- w- wibble and wobble on either side to wibble? make sure that it can... St- uh, yeah, it wibbles I'm and wobbles. I'm trying to enact the proper uh, Australian accent, dear. It can <laughs> wibble and wobble around it. It, w- it wobbles and wobbles. Okay, okay. Um, but all also agree that the bunyip has a horrifying roar that most equate closer to a scream. Oh. <laughs> so I imagine it sounds like those goats screaming. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all, so and uh, they are amphibious, so they lay eggs. Oh, okay. Um, but what they like to Hairy do egg. is they like to lay their eggs. They lay like one egg at a time. Okay. Like an ostrich. So they lay one egg and then they like to hide their egg in a nest of platypus eggs, even though their egg is much bigger than a platypus egg. But, but you then, know, platypi are stupid. So yeah, they're they like, are, they'll just sit and incubate the, the, the eggs. idiots of the animal kingdom. They're called. That's what the yeah, platypus they're is. adorable and they have poisonous barbs. So don't mm-hmm. fuck with them, but they're dumb. Well, we'll see. You can fuck with them because the reason that the bunya puts its eggs in the platypus nest is that it hatches and then it's got a little snack right there ready to go oh they just oh. eat all the platypi they're like they this eat the great. baby Tom, platypi Tom, Tom. they eat the eggs they eat the mama platypi when she comes back to check on her babies what happened to my babies munch oh. i ate them my one big ass baby ate my other babies and now i eat you oh no now that baby go eat me um and once they're older there are tales of them eating um quote uh, children and small women. <laughs> small women. So like I, you, I, size? I, I like, like tuna-sized women. I am scared. You should be. Women only under five one. <laughs> oh, then oh, I'm then good. You're safe. Then you're safe. Solidly over five one. There you go. Not by much. Um, so most of the recorded sightings, and this is where Wikipedia really starts to show its white privilege. Uh huh. Because most of the sightings come from the 1930s to the or the 1830s to the 1850s, mm-hmm. which is when Europeans were coming to fucking colonize. I see. This is a myth that has lived within Aboriginal culture for Ever, decades, probably. generations. But then white people showed up and they're like, "We found a new thing." Sure, you did. Now we can talk about our new thing that's in, in you know original to us and us alone. Yeah, it's basically like when they found America. Look what we found. Um, no, these people found it. No, we did. Yeah. So there's a, like there's like cave etchings of this creature oh and stuff. Gosh. Like it's a very old creature. But most of the reports come from white people uh-huh. who showed up in the 1830s. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of reports of this. But the first time it showed up in a newspaper was in the Geeling Advisor advertised the Geeling Advertiser in July of 1845. Okay. Um, and basically what happened is they tell the story of these white people who found this weird ass bone. And so they took it to a, their words, not mine, intelligent black. Oh, um, oh boy. boy. Yep. Who, who ID'd the bone as the bone of a bunyip. And then they were like, what the fuck's a bunyip? And he said, here. And he drew them a picture of this horrifying Cthulhu monster creature. Yeah. And then they said, holy shit, these live in the water around here? And he was like, yeah. And he tells them a story about how some woman, a small woman, small I, woman I bet, from his village. Small woman. Ideally under 5'1". 
<laughs> yeah, probably was eaten by the bunyip. And that a man who tried to help her was like clawed in his chest trying to save the woman. But not eaten. And then they take him to that man to get his firsthand account and they see the claw marks on his chest. Oh. So then these white people are like, well, we got to go bunyip hunting, well, obviously. Yeah. So then they go see a bunyip. Mm-hmm. And this is a quoteth from the uh, newspaper the white people's account. The bunyip then is represented as uniting the characteristics of a bird and an alligator. It has a head resembling an emu with a long bill at the extremity of which is a traverse projection on each side, like the serrated edge bones of a stingray. Okay. This is a completely different description of the fucking thing. Well, it's an emu thing. Its body and legs partake of the nature of an alligator. The hind legs are remarkably thick and strong. She thick. Yeah. And the forelegs are much longer, but still of great strength. They are now hard for this bunyip. Yeah, they are. The extremities are furnished with long claws, but uh, their words, not mine. The blacks say this usual method of killing its prey is by hugging it to death. Oh, they just love oh, you so much, they kill it's you. It's just lonely. <clears throat> when in the water, it swims like a frog. When on the shore, it walks on its hind legs with its head erect, gross, yeah. in which position it measures 12 or 13 feet in height. Oh. So they so saw that, this fucking thing, they claim at least. Yeah, so they went, they went like, show us the bunyip. Um, and so the, quote, intelligent blacks were like, cool, here's the bunyip. Oh, boy. Um. So, so then white people talked about it. So now it's a thing. They even at one point in the late 40s had a museum in New South Wales that was like a bunyip museum oh, fun. with all the evidence they had gathered, including the skull of a bunyip. Ooh. Really? <clears throat> yeah. And a bunch of um, drawings, etchings and photographs of what modern day scientists say is, quote, an enormous platypus. <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge ass platypus that's a huge ass platypus they also think scientists who don't believe in the bunyip bullshit They're bullshit they Whatever. think it's a diprothodon which was a big sort of like like imagine a really mean hippo okay um dinosaur that did live in the cretaceous period in that part of australia so like there would be fossils of it Uh so if people found uh like remains they may think it's a bunyip but it's actually this dinosaur bones oh they found a dinosaur um but i refuse to believe i'm a bunyip truther of course i think Mm. that it's real they're all real i think it's good that we have somebody on this show that believes yeah, you gotta believe. Yeah. Um. So the bunyip is a, a popular and beloved character in Australian mythology. Aww. It's like it. It's from way back in the day, from way back when white people showed up in Australia. Um. They've been using it as like the lead character in like a children's book. They'll be like the grumpy bunyip, and Aww. you have to like read the book and like make the bunyip less grumpy, maybe by feeding him a small woman. Oh, yeah, or a child. <laughs> yeah, or a child. There's um, more protein and- in small women though. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe all that menstrual blood, you know, Yep, there's a lot of iron, <laughs> extra iron, a lot of extra iron. <laughs> um, so it's also like a fairly common for like small towns in especially the Victoria part of Australia to like the newspapers called like the local bunyip or like the pub is like the bunyip hole or like things like that. Gross. 
Like it's a very That's common. That's also a local, local brothel. Is the bunny yeah. hole. It's, all, it's also, yeah. Gross. It's, it's less popular than the pub is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't go in, but I mean, you can go in. Yeah, yeah. I don't we'll hug you it. to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> in uh, 1916, it was actually uh, like the story of the bunny was turned into a very popular musical comedy that then toured the continent for like a long time. was really popular. Okay. I'm a bun yep. I assume hey! that's the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any of the rest it's of them. I'm that's all I had time yep. to make up. I hug you to death. I'm a bun yep. Smell my breath. I, I just ate a small woman. I just ate a small woman to death. Nom 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 nom. Nom yum 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 yum. Yum yum bun yep yum. Iron. iron. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the um so there was a, a resurgence in Bunyip uh popularity in the nineteen seventies for some reason. All right. So like a whole new wave of like Bunyip stuff started coming out in the nineteen seventies. Okay. Um so there's like like a lot more books. It started to be put into games, like board games. It's oh. made its way into some video games. Um it's even in the the like tabletop version of the game Werewolf. Um, in the like expanded versions, if you go to Australia, there is legend of a bunyip, but the bunyip has be- been made extinct by the other werewolves. Uh oh. Oh, um, that's that's criminal. Yeah, it's also in the 2019 uh, feature film Godzilla: King of the Monsters. It's oh. one of the Titan creatures within the movie. Is oh. the bunny? Oh, that I the, mean, it, it, the that's monarch not- is keeping track. Of the, it, it it gave me a paragraph about it on Wikipedia. I was like, cool. Melly will care, and I wrote I'm it down. I'm just like, look, I've seen a lot of Godzilla movies in my time, and never once do I recall a bunyip. 2019's Godzilla King of the well, Monsters. I haven't seen that one. Bunny up in the game. Watch it. Chrono Cross. All over the place. Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. Also yeah. has a bunny. Oh, here's a bunny. Hey, you know what? My drawing of bunny up is not that far off. <laughs> there, There's a lot of ranging drawings of the bunny. Probably yeah. that 60 20 20 breakdown. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, but my personal favorite is that outside of the State Library of Victoria, there's a statue of a bunyip that I assume is from one of the like beloved children's books. But it kind of just looks like a happy platypus in like a raincoat, and it's like doing a little jaunty walk. Thing. <laughs> I thought it was Which like is, on I, my way to eat children. No, I, I yeah, like on my way to eat small woman. <laughs> Delicious. I thought it was like for the Australian space program, like they didn't want to throw a dog or a monkey into space, oh, so, so they, they put a, they strapped a bunyip, a bunyip to a rocket and shot, shot it up it. to the moon. <laughs> That's why Australia's space program never went anywhere. Yeah, that we yeah. know of. <laughs> That's why the bunyips are extinct now. We sent them all to space. Bunyips like thick the on the three. moon. Yeah, oh. they're just out there evolving and planning their revenge. That's mm-hmm. what's on the dark side of the moon. Bunyip. Just Bunyip Central. Yep. <laughs> One day they will crawl into the light. <laughs> and then Bunyip's, they will This take... Bunyip statue is incredible. He's so cute, right? He's <laughs> so happy little Bunyip. <laughs> is that the one that's got the fucking suspenders? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny because it's supposed to be this creature that like, stay out of the watering hole. The Bunyip will eat, eat you. you. And, and he's then like, they were hey. like, look at us. We're like a child's book. Read a book. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat you if you're not learning to read. <laughs> Y'all better go to school or I'll eat you. Exactly. <laughs> He's cock. He's a cockney bunyip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, As yeah. a result of the bunyip program and the school <laughs> reading, literacy has jumped 25% <laughs> across Australia. Of death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that is the story of the bunyip. Oh, I love it. I love this dude. I love that he's got a statue. Yeah. It's pretty great. That's really yeah. good. There's yeah. a whole museum to him at one point. That's exciting. That's <laughs> All right. Exciting. Well, uh, hang out. I'll yell at you. We'll come back. Well, who knows what kind of cryptid we'll get next. This is probably going to try to eat a small woman, though. Uh, hello and good day, listeners. Hey, guess what? I'm Engineer Bob from Australia. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that the whole time. Hey, iTunes reviews. Go submit one. I don't care. Hey, Kayla on Patreon. You're the best. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would also like to support the show... Do it! Go to patreon.com slash boozeandbrews. Give us your money. You know what you get for it? Let me tell you. Show sketches I do. They're great. I just showed one to Tuna and she laughed very hard. And then I also, uh, we also do audio episodes and video episodes. They're great fun. You can't get enough of them. I know I can't. Also, social media websites. We got them. You want them. Talk to us. Twitter. What is it? Booze and Brews. Facebook. Booze and Brews. Instagram. Booze and Brews Podcast. All right, back to the show. So for the ultimate, ultimate show tie-in. Yeah. It's the best tie-in you could have tied. That you could have tied. The greatest tie we've ever done on the show. It's a tie that will never be untied. No, it never will. You guys, our beer is Sasquatch. And I was like... Why haven't we talked? Did about we talk it? about Sasquatch? We didn't. But you are know we going to talk about it today? That's going to change now. Oh, let's get that squatch. Everything's different from today on. Everything is different. Hey, I'm going to tell you about Bigfoot. If you ever decide you want to meet Bob at a comic con, you can get my book. Go squatching. Yeah, there's <laughs> go squatching. There's squatches in that. There's book. Sasquatch on it. A collaboration between my friend, uh, my my friend Lucas Elliott, and myself, and it's a very good book. It's super cute. But anyway, I'm going to tell you about him. Not you the, tell us about him. I'm gonna. I mean, or her, or them, or yeah, neither or both. Or we don't know. Bo- yeah, the Sasquatch. Bigfoot. We do not know how big Bigfoot identifies. No, we we don't. I mean, are they? I'm, I'm assuming they're male and female. They have to make babies. Is that maybe? I don't know. Maybe they're like dragons and they choose and procreate autonomously. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, does Sasquatch lay eggs? N- do no? they put them in platypus nests? That's what they do. They don't lay eggs, but they give birth in platypus nests and then just leave them there and go, bye. What if platypus were just baby Bigfoots? What if platypus grew up to be Bigfoots? We just, and we never knew. They they went on a walkabout to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, hi. All right, look, this is so weird. I'm just going to tell everybody who's listening to the podcast. I suddenly went, well, how does how does Bigfoot procreate? And literally the first thing that came to mind is that they model another Sasquatch out of clay and piss in their mouth and then it becomes a Sasquatch. <laughs> that's, what, that's the first thing that came to mind. You are on a tear today. I have got fucking bodily problems. functions into a mouth. I, I, I'm so sorry. If there is a you, psychologist. I don't, I don't know what kind of dreams you had last night or what you ate for breakfast, but you are of a mind about this. I had a bagel. It wasn't even, it was just a regular ass bagel. It was a shit bagel that someone pooped into your mouth. Well, that that's going to set you down a path. lot. Uh, if there are psychologists. Is this the new coffee? What is this? <laughs> thick <laughs> junky that, that mouthfeel so silky the modern oh, concept God, of bigfoot 
Yeah, keep talking. You gotta yeah. walk us away just, from just, this podcast, Mama. You gotta podcast Mama us away from this. The modern the concept of Bigfoot in the United States can trace its origins back to the fall of 1958. 1958. And a, yes, and a series of news articles written by Andrew Ganzoli and Betty Allen, which were published in the Humboldt Times. Oh, oh, they are stoned. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I mean, Humboldt County, what's up? Most people are up there. Humboldt County, where are you at? Boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about th- all the weed you do. I think they're probably in Humboldt County. Yeah, tell us about where you're at. Humboldt you County. said Humboldt County, where are you at? They're probably in, in Humboldt, Humboldt County. County. It's a, it, you guys, it's a goddamn colloquialism. <laughs> that doesn't mean where are Andrew. I'm not going to explain this to you. So, Who was phone? Andrew received a letter from a woman named Coralie Barris. Uh, no, Bemis. Sorry. And in it, she tells Andrew about large man-like footprints that have been found in the woods by various loggers. Hot. Hot. So the, the story is um, that this guy, Jerry Crew, he was a logger. And would go to work and he was like changing his shoes one day and he looked down and he sees this like really, really large footstep. And he was like, that's kind of weird. It's way that's bigger, than, bigger than my foot. bigger than my foot. I'm so, a man known to have large feet and these feet are larger than yeah, my feet. So, so that's strange. That's very strange. So Jerry <sighs> goes to tell his boss, a man named Shorty. All about. Because he tell us about there's a big ass footprint over there. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, I'm ever, scared. Have there's you ever a seen big... a footprint this large before? Excuse, excuse me, excuse me, sir. There's a big ass footprint on the ground. Yeah, he went on Karen. Excuse me, this is not meant to be here. But his nickname is Shorty, which means he probably has tiny feet as well as being short of stature. So he's like yeah. every footprint is a big footprint. Yeah, all me. footprints are big to me. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. Hobbits are little big ass feet. Maybe he was a hobbit. Maybe there are hobbits running around the Pacific Northwest. Anyway, Jerry was telling Shorty about the footprint that he found, and as he was telling the story, twenty-five loggers in total all came up and was like, "Yeah, I've seen the same footprint myself." In various parts of the woods. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. working. And they're like, they're big. Yeah. Well, it's a big foot. It's a big foot. That's it's a big, <laughs> big foot. Hence the foot. name. Hence the name. Big it's foot. not just a clever name. It's not. So this is, you know, kind of where the origin started. So this woman, Coralie, somehow found out about Jerry's story. So she wrote a letter to Andrew about it thinking this would make a really good story to talk to write about in the humble times like yeah have you heard about this giant foot yes it's like a huge foot so andrew i'm calling him big i'm calling him rather large foot mr sizable foot i'm calling it abnormally large foot yeah slightly larger than average average foot. foot um so thinking that this letter was a joke Andrew at first just set it aside. He's like, this is dumb. This lady's stupid. Happy April Fool's, guys. Right, and she's probably been smoking the shit she's growing in her backyard. So he's like, no, yeah. no thank you. But he was right. he didn't have something to publish in the Sunday newspaper. So he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to publish the art or the letter in full so people can see it. And oh, he, he really, he just wanted to go to the races that day. Pretty much. So he published the letter and joked, maybe we have a relative of the abominable snowman of the Himalayas. Oh, so he put together that lineage right away. Immediately. Immediately. He has no picture, no anything, just a description of a large foot in the mountains and went there. So the letter actually, though, got people talking. It 
you know, like everybody was on the street. Oh my God, yeah, I've seen these two or I've heard loggers in the area because Humboldt County, the biggest uh, job in the like city is logging. It's traditionally logging. Yeah, yeah. it's a logging so town. It's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I've seen this. Yes, I've seen it. And I've also been into woods and seen a giant print foot. of a foot. Yes. Perhaps so, it's, we should call it giant foot. It was very... That is an excellent... Yeah, my name's Chad and I've seen a big foot and I think we should call it giant foot huge tootsies i mean we should call it chad foot because i found it and i'm chad. yeah we should call it chad's giant chad. tootsie foot yeah. <laughs> i think it just rolls off the tongue really well esquire esquire so anyway you know it, the the reviews and people responded positively to the article so andrew and fellow journalist betty allen wrote a series of stories after that talking specifically about people's sightings or people and their experiences with these large footprints <laughs> Um, and they also interviewed people um, like Jerry Crew. So they they called him up and he comes in and he's all like real stoic. And at this point in time, somebody taught him how to make a plaster cast of the footprint. Okay. And they were like, why don't you make a plaster cast and bring it? So he did. And that's like the famous. Um, that's a foot. That's, that's like, the big foot. That's, well, that's everybody I feel like has probably foot. seen this photo. So he goes and he's like posing along with Andrew and Andrew's like smile. And Jerry goes, no, if I smile, people are going to think I'm joking and I'm serious. So, I'm serious about this big foot. He's like, I found this myself. This is something I'm so proud of it. And I, I am not a marijuana man. And, and <laughs> I want people to take me seriously. So I'm not going to smile. So anyway, the those articles were actually sent over the news wires uh, throughout the United States. And soon, Andrew had people calling from the L.A. Times, New York Times, San Francisco newspapers like people. Beep, 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 yeah, we're out of Humboldt County, California. They're, they found a giant foot. Giant footprint. That's a, it's Take a big foot, la- Phil. Look, this is in the late 50s. What the fuck else was going on? Cold War starting. <laughs> The civil rights movement is beginning to get underway. Also, feet! Big they're feet. big! It's, they're like distracting you from like the actual shit that's going on. They're like, no, no, no. Don't listen to... You Pay know, no attention to the civil rights time. movement. There's feet yeah. about. Big feet about. <laughs> Don't worry about the death of the 14th Marlboro Man. Have you seen the feet? Look at the feet. Uh, so yeah, it sort of became this nationwide <clears throat> sensation. Two weeks after that first article was published, the television show Truth or Consequences offered $1,000 to anyone who could explain how the tracks were made. Truth or Consequences sounds like a threat your parents make to you. Yes. Tell me the truth <laughs> or suffer the consequence. Truth or Consequences. Right? Truth or Consequences does not sound like a game I would want to play. It no, doesn't seem fun. All right, Billy. Truth. I noticed that there's urine all around the, the toilet, toilet seat. seat. <laughs> We're going to play she, truth or consequences. She's now just you're, like slapping one of those big wooden yeah. kitchen spoons yeah. in her hand like truth or consequences. Slipper. She's just Your mother them. and I know how not mm. to miss. <laughs> there's only one other person in there's this house. There's only one other person in this house. None of this spilled urine is mine. <laughs> so what is it going to be, Billy? Truth or truth consequence. Truth or consequence. It's a terrible name. It really is awful when you say it. <laughs> it's like so that. bad. Oh, my gosh. Later on, so many, many moons later, um, the family of one of Jerry's co-workers claimed that their dad was responsible for making the tracks, that he had made a wooden... Oh, Papa got big-ass foot, that hit foot. No, that he had carved That's a, a Papa large, foot. 
he carved a large wooden foot and would go around making these imprints. Oh, that's Papa. He made a big stampy stamp foot. He thought it'd be funny. But the legend continues. People are like, yeah, no, these were too real. Like the imprints were too deep in the the ground that it's not like someone who just took it like a stamp. Maybe he pogo sticked around on it, though. That's true. Oh, that's we don't fun. know. I mean, that would be a lot of fun. That's got, why the got, gate was so large is because he had like moon boots. You put him on the bottom of two stilts so he <laughs> could take long <laughs> steps. Moon boots. Wouldn't that be fun? You you tape these wooden sculptured feet to the bottom of moon boots and then you just like take really big jumpy strides. Yes, that'd be amazing. That's a, that's Everybody a, wants to I do just, it. You guys, I just cracked the case. I just solved yeah. Bigfoot. The new sensation sque- sweeping the American Northwest Big moon boot feet. Moon boots feet. I don't know. We're going to have to come up with better branding, but I think this, we got something here. But yeah. Moon big foot feet. That's the one. That's it. That's, That's the yeah. winner. Print, cut, print, we're done. <laughs> Episode's over. So while the modern concept of Mr. Foot goes back to the 1950s, people have claimed to have seen Bigfoot many, many years before 1958. Before the 50s? Yes. So I, I, Bigfoot is a heavy hitter, and I didn't get too much into it because this would then be like a 9,000 hour episode. Yeah, this would be Bob screaming about conspiracy theories. Yes, because um, Canada has its own history of Bigfoot, hence the name. That's where Sasquatch comes from. It's from a First Nations word, which is close to Sasquatch. And that's where that comes from. Everyone's got a Bigfoot, by the way. Everybody has their own Bigfoot. And so there's, there's stories about, you know, they have their legend and then we have our legend, which is kind of tied to theirs because... Vancouver's just because they're cousins. Sasquatch like right is Bigfoot's hat. Yeah, and aren't they like they're like related? Uh, tell me if I'm remembering this correctly. There's something called like a skunk ape or something like that. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of crazy, yeah. weird, like offshoots of the Bigfoot yes. and then, line yeah. of lineage. I, I almost did the Australian Bigfoot, which is they called evolved. a Wowie or a Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of all there was to the story, but I was like, there's a lot, there's exactly. everyone's got a Bigfoot. Yeah. So um, it's it's something that people hundreds of years before, maybe like up to in the 1800s or so, that people have reported seeing something that they're calling a Bigfoot, but it's their I was a it. large hair of man. Yes, pretty much. So in all the way back in 1904, settlers in Oregon reported seeing a large hairy wild man. Oh, this man is wild. So 54 years before this, people in Oregon Seven are like, foot what's tall. this? Size 38 shoes, average-sized penis. <laughs> Got it. How do you know that man was so wild, Mama? Well, I fucked him. <laughs> he was wild in he the bedroom. He was wild. It, winky Things face I could wild. never get your father to <laughs> agree to. <laughs> he's, he's not hairy everywhere. <laughs> oh. You know what they say about big feet. Big Big shoes. So in 1924, miners in Washington state said they were attacked by giant apes in an incident often referred to as the Battle of Ape Canyon. Ah! Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) I would watch that movie. Yeah. It's like the next sequel in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. The Battle of Ape Canyon. Battle of Ape Canyon. Yep. During the attack, the ape men threw rocks onto the... Uh, oh, miners. so they've learned to use crude tools. Yeah. So they, they're chucking rocks at the cabin where the miners are staying. And it's like hitting the roof, hitting the roof, being very loud and scary. Um, and they were throwing them from a nearby cliff. So it was just raining rocks. 
Hallelujah, it's raining rocks. Why? Why is there Battle of Ape Canyon? Why? Why? Because one of the miners shot one of the ape men, so this means war. Oh. Well, that feels fair. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, that feels fair. Revenge. I must seek revenge. A dish he best says. served with large feet. Um, a, one bish, of the- a dish best served with rocks. Rocks. <laughs> uh, one of these rocks broke through the ceiling, conked a miner on the head, and knocked him out. So oh. that was the only injury the only real casualty. Sus- sustained in the Battle of I think of this is a Canyon. bunch of miners just trying to get a day off. and like, oh, we were attacked by but a giant apes. ape man. Yeah, they, and they put the hole in the roof that was definitely not us setting off firecrackers. No. That was definitely the ape man. And we were sober the whole time. I promise. promise. Yep. I was not we drinking did. any whiskey. Sidebar, not not included in this story at all. Have you seen that weird green plant on the back part of the pasture? You know, it caught fire the other day, and I started to feel the We were going to make rope, but then. (laughs) I thought, I'm going to light this on fire and see what happens. The smoke hit the logging den. Everybody started giggling. (laughs) And we got real hungry. We got real hungry. (laughs) Ordered 7,000 boxes of frosted strawberry (laughs) Pop-Tarts. Ate them and all. we never let there's this thing. We ate them all, and then we had to fight some ape man. So thankfully, we had combo loaded. Containers all over the floor. There's just crummies. There's just strawberry sprinkle crummies everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Um, after they completed their rock throwing, they then traveled down the side of the cliff and then started banging really hard on the side of the cabin. Yeah, they were banging. Ugh, they were fucking that cabin. Um, and it caused the uh, cabin to shake. So they were big, strong men. Oh, big, big, they were trying men. to Kool-Aid man their way into the house. Pretty much. And this behavior, I think, again, I didn't get too far deep into like, you know, Sasquatch, Bigfoot behavior. But this seems to be fairly consistent with reports of people who have seen it. A lot of Bigfoot like, try to fuck a cabin. Yeah, they, they come down, they throw rocks at you. They try to fuck your cabin and then they grunt a lot. Like their communication they, seems to be in like, grunts and they get horny and grunt i mean that's what i'm getting they're mostly that uh, that describes a lot of the men i've dated yeah Yeah. i mean you just described a man unshaved man that's that's what bigfoot (laughs) is yeah unkempt disgusting mountain man sure yeah good um and then in 1893 oh i even went back farther in time um president tedward roosevelt wrote an s or a story uh where he that he was told by an ancient mountain man called Bowman. Okay. And Bowman tells Tedward of a time when his beaver trapping camp was ransacked by a, quote, foul-smelling bipedal creature, which, again, it describes any human at yeah, that Yeah, that's time. most bipedal creatures. In 1893, yeah, there were no yeah. showers around. Yeah. You're a beaver trapper? Please. Anyway, who later... So this foul-smelling bipedal creature later <clears throat> stalked Bowman and then murdered his trapper buddy by breaking his neck. Yeah. I know. And President Tedward Roosevelt, his explanation for the story, because he notes in his story that Bowman was very, like, uncomfortable and scared and, like, looking around as if telling the story is going to somehow bring him back. The smelly bipedal man knows I'm a tattling. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he's like, he's going to come for me. Um, and, And Teddy noticed that, and he was just like, no, you know, I don't really believe him because he's German sure okay like literally his whole explanation for the story was it's just in his german nature and i'm like 
Mm-hmm. He's high on strudel. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, about one third of Bigfoot sightings are located in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. rest are smattered about North America, but primarily occurring in the Great Lakes area, uh, southeastern United States, and northeastern United States. So bland where there are lots of trees. They like trees. They like water. And water. Yeah. So it's like a lot of good places to go hidey. He's a nature's man. Bigfoot loves nature. Mm-hmm. He and Smokey Bear are BFFs. Yeah. And it, fun fact, Tuna is also friends with Smokey Bear. I am friends with Smokey Bear. I know. Do you know Bigfoot? I hear. No. Oh. I mean, like like friend of a friend. You know, acquaintance. Yeah, well, yeah, but you gotta Like, I've seen him at the parties, but, you know. The six degrees of Kevin Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Six degrees of Sasquatch bacon. There it is, Sasquatch bacon. That's much better. Thank you for improving that. Um, the most famous sighting, uh, or one of the most famous sightings of Bigfoot, was actually actually captured onto video. Onto yes. video. Onto video in the year of our Lord, 1967, by Bob Gimlin and Roger Patterson in Bluff Creek, California. Mm-hmm. It's the video we've all seen. We've mm-hmm. all seen it. Super blurry video. Seen it. We've all seen it in a loop. The four, the fifteen seconds in a loop yep, for nine thousand times. The entire video is a man 59. in football pads in a gorilla suit walking, looking back, looking sexy back over the looking shoulder, sexy walks back over, over the shoulder, log. Noticing maybe it has ample female bosoms. Hold uh. on! Don't tell my. Do you want to tell my story? Well, you got you just you just. I mean, here you I'm about to get look, to that Bob, part. Leave leave the bosoming to your wife. Yeah, I was so excited to talk about the bosom. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined my bosoms. <laughs> bosoms ruined. Ah, oh, so anyway, the bosom ruiner is short. So the five to ten seconds of footage of the grainy, you know, quarterback yeah. walking across. But the video itself, in whole, is fifty nine point five seconds. No one has ever seen all fifty nine. <laughs> no one has ever seen the fifty nine seconds. But it shows, as Bob described, a tall, hairy creature lumber across the screen, and as Tuna said, sexily look sexy over, over the shoulder, over mm-hmm. the shoulder, look back at it. I make direct eye contact, and then somehow walk into the woods. Um, according to an interview with the CBC in 2017, Bob and Roger set out that day in hunt of the Bigfoot. So when they went out, they weren't, it wasn't just happenstance. They went squatching and they got lucky. They won the squatch lottery. When they caught sight of her, they couldn't believe it. They do exist, Bob said to himself. And the CBC interviewer asked, what makes you think it was female? The mammary glands. Oh, she had breasts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What oh, made yeah. you think it was oh, female? Yeah. The tits. The tits. <laughs> um, How do you normally identify a woman? Is it the tits? <laughs> well, I wasn't quite sure, but then she asked me to do the dishes. Meow, meow, meow. But then I asked her to make me a sandwich. <laughs> um, and he goes, oh, yeah. But this was happening so fast that I never even thought about it. That was all put together after people started watching the footage. Okay, yeah. so he immediately got a boner. He felt weird about it. And then later was like, I didn't Somebody, notice at first. And he was like, he got a boner about it. And he was like, oh, I feel weird. I got a boner from a dude. And people were like, no, 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 check out her titties. And he's like, oh, thank God. Mm. I got or a, you got a boner from a fat dude who has titties. Yeah. yeah. Well, Which there, is also okay, buddy. It's all okay. Yeah. <laughs> that footage 
has been studied so many times and there was a special effects artist on the Wikipedia page that I read about Bigfoot who was like, I tried to recreate that, you know, with the various- The Patterson make, footage. The Patterson footage with the makeup yeah. and the costumes and stuff and I just couldn't, so it's gotta be real. Um, but yes, and, and Bob Gimlin believes that she came out special for them. That she wanted basically to send them a message with the sexy over the shoulder. As oh, she if was like, like, come get it. Yeah. She was like, I'm here. Meet I me exist. in the forest. But also as a way of being like, protect us. Protect our land. So then that it's got a like lot in his- he got from a glance. Get some of that <laughs> ape stink on you. That's um, what's up. Where is Bluff Creek? I'm assuming up north. Do they have a marijuana thing? Because, oh, this was also what? 1967 dudes were definitely smoking. Yeah. So, so I mean, I feel I like this is back when like cocaine was still legal and shit. Yeah, true. So I'm sure he got all of that from the over. He the just shoulder. like he had a headache in the morning. He'd taken some heroin about it. Yeah, I was like, oh man, you know, I'm just gonna dab a little heroin on my gums. I feel great. I feel better. Oh look, giant ape woman. I'd fuck it. I'd f- just giant ape. I'd fuck it. It's a woman. <laughs> Thank God. Um. But yes, so thankfully he he felt less weird about the boobs or you know the sexual arousal because of the boob patrol. Okay, because of the boobs. Yes. So what is Bigfoot? Um, what is Bigfoot? What is Bigfoot? Grover Krantz and Jeffrey Bourne Ultimatum think that Bigfoot could be a gigantopithecus. Sure it is. What is a gigantopithecus? It is an extinct. It's a Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot. <laughs> it's an extinct genus of ape found in Asia, and people are like, um, okay. I'm not a geography major, but Asia's over here and North America's over here. And Wait, let me two- guess, let me guess. Land bridge. Land bridge. Very good. And so these doctors are like, uh-uh. That, that is the cryptozoology version of weather balloon. It really mm-hmm. is. Be like, no, 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 there was the land bridge. That's how they Land bridge. Here. Land bridge. Why does everywhere have a big foot? Land bridge. Because they originated in Asia and just like walked over here. Okay? Not so extinct now, are they? Yeah. Um, and they didn't 100% die out like their Asian brethren. However, no fossils of a gigantopithecus have ever been found in North America. So it kind of oh. does put a little damper on this whole theory. Well, what if they do the like uh, the like Bernie thing or they like feed them to the birds and stuff, you know? I Maybe. Maybe they're, you know, just... Maybe they have they have death rituals which they preclude a body. Maybe. And then they grind their bones into dust that they then snort. To make their bread. Delicious. Bigfoot bread. Mm. Mm. Um, Additionally, given how large the fossils are, so the actual Gigantopithecus fossils that have been found in Asia are very, very large. And the scientists who are studying Gigantopithecus find it very hard to believe that that, you know, genus of ape was bipedal. And this clearly is bipedal. Gotcha. So So they found the bones of a King Kong. Essentially, Gigantopithecus was King Kong. They want it to be King Kong, but mostly they're like, it's too big. So he was definitely quadrupedal. But maybe they evolved to be smaller and to walk on two legs. Yeah, maybe. They had a long ass time since they made the walk over from yeah. Asia. That's true. The water, you know, the, the supply. Only the minerals. small ones were able to make it over. The rest of them just cracked yeah. the ice. That's what happened. That's it. Land or bridge. the small ones were the sexiest and it was like sexual selection. Mm. Oh. And the mm. small ones had the biggest titties, which were the cutest to look at. Um, another theory from primologist John Napier is that Bigfoot is a species of Paranthropus called Paranthropus robustus. 
Robustus. Robustus. Because um, it got a bust. Yes. Now, again, similar to the Gigantopithecus, um, Paranthropus robustus exists, but fossils of this ancient um, Australopithecus have only ever been found in Africa. Now, that one's a little tougher to explain because there's no land bridge from Africa to North it's America. It's a longer walk. It's yeah, a much they longer took the long walk. walk. They went through Saudi Arabia, straight over to the thing. They walked Yeah, that's a walk to remember. They did a cave walk to remember. Jesus. They, they walked down all the way to the tip of like South Africa and then they just like hopped over to South America and just like walked up. Yeah, they swam from Cape Horn. To- yeah, which I hear is really easy to do. Not like yeah, ships, ships, ships don't wreck there at any time. No, it's real easy. Again, that's why they're smaller. Because only yes. the small ones can survive the waves. Because the then- small ones could hit you right on a dolphin. It and then they make their way and then they walk up South America through Central America into North America and the Pacific Northwest. Done, done, Scooby Dude. <laughs> We're so smart. Um, or maybe they're just a version of Homo sapien. In 2013, ZooBank, which is the organization that assigns species names, so it is like one of those. That's common- a great job. I'd be so good at that job. Yeah, and it's like one of those where zoologists and just all scientists really go through there. Like it's the trusted organization where they're like, okay, we need a name, and then they give you the name. So in 2013, um, ZooBank approved the res- registration of the species called Homo sapien cognatus to be used specifically for Bigfoot. Oh. Um, cognatus, if you're curious, means related by blood. So homo sapien related by blood. So we're like cousins, long distance cousins of, hmm. of big. Okay. Fight. So like related to humans. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. So they're Step like, in the evolutionary ladder human. You, you right. shouldn't bang them because it's still going to be a little weird. But if they were second yeah, you cousins, fuck your then cousin. you could definitely yeah, bang them. Then you your, can yeah. marry them for yeah. sure. And the chances of some sort of weird genetic disorder. Hashtag are no lower. flipper babies. Hashtag do not bang. Yes. Hashtag do not bang. That's the one. Um, to justify. If you need a hashtag to remember <laughs> yep. that. Let's get this trending on Twitter, people. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag do not bang. Um, so to justify the, the application, scientists presented an article from Dr. Melba Ketchum, who examined uh, apparently blood, tissue, and hair samples from ses- uh, specimens believed to be Sasquatch. Where do they get Sasquatch blood? That's the thing that a lot of people are like, uh, where'd you get this from? A lot of TBDs. I didn't get too detailed into it. Um, but they're like, where did you get the blood and the hair? Because every blood and hair sample that they found have basically been like bears. Or- yeah, because I was like, I could see them being like, we saw Sasquatch walk through here and now there's we, fur on the tuft yeah, of we, a tree. We collected the fur and then we did a DNA example. But I'm like, where did you get blood? And it's This is, this is bear fur, idiot. Pretty much like this, this is wolf. bear blood, moron. Yeah. And so apparently they have all of these from different specimens. But that bear had big, luscious bosoms. <laughs> I'm pretty sure bear mamas you don't can, have luscious only identify, like it's so It's called Bigfoot, but they can only identify it by the tits. Bigfoot, big titty. <laughs> We've decided to rename, rename them. Big, big titties. Big titties. Yep. Mamoris um, Grandis. However, that article with its dubious <laughs> science that really isn't proven, it's just from unnamed specimens, was good enough for Zoobank. Um, but other scientists questioned the study and believe that Bigfoot does not exist. How dare you? How Have dare you? Have you not seen you? the Patterson footage? I, 
I don't know. So that is my very like top line. I could talk about Bigfoot for days, but that is my Maybe very we'll do a top line descri- uh, explanation. Yeah, of, Bigfoot's of around Bigfoot. the globe. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, exactly. the greatest hits sort of. Yeah, we can have yeah. an ongoing yeah. series. That's the new. That's our spinoff. Booze and big tits. Yeah. <laughs> booze and big tits. We could have called the sh- that this show that. Booze, <laughs> booze and boobs. Boobs and boobs. and boobs. Boobs and boobs. Just boobs and boobs and boobs and boobs. Boobs. That's it. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's Bigfoot. So let's talk about this beer. Um, it is, as I mentioned before, Party Like Sasquatch. Um, it's the Bigfoot. Por- uh, no, Party Like Sasquatch alone. Um, alone. Alone. The Bigfoot. Dancing with Massa Elf. Porter Black Current Edition. It's 5.1% and it is from Hop Capital Brewing in Yakima, Washington, where yeah. Bigfoot lives. Sure. Where Bigfoot lives. Now, full disclosure, I don't have this beer no. because it exploded. my can exploded all over everywhere. And Hop Capital's was really nice and put together a We're So Sorry Our Beer Exploded package. Yep. That they mailed to the wrong house, so I don't have it. No. So But they did try. They they're trying to make it right, which yes. I think that's a good business practice. Like yes. so good good on you. Yes. Keep this beer in the fridge. Yes. So it doesn't explode. Yeah, because otherwise it will explode. It might explode. Um, so yes. Um I'm not crazy about this beer. I do like a porter. This definitely has porter notes, but I think the black current does something weird to it is it too sweet it's interesting because i i go back and forth because the the underlying porter on this i actually think is very good yeah um it's like it's a very very strong porter and then the black currant sometimes i go oh that's yummy and then other times i'm like i don't really want this flavor in there it almost adds like um almost a sourness kind of note to to it to me if they had but not in a great way so it's like there shouldn't be sour porters but that's what it feels like at some sips where it's almost like the current is fighting if they took the if they took the current down about 25 percent, i think this would be a phenomenal beer i think it's just a little it's a little over present for me just because i super like porters and i really want that nice toasty roasty flavor yeah that's i mean it's toasty roasty but this you you do get but it's it's a good it's a good ABV. It's five point one. Can't go wrong. Yeah, um, five point one is not bad for a fruited porter. No, mm-hmm. not at all. I I I I I, I do like it. I don't. I it's, don't. It's. I'm close to loving it, and because I'm close to loving it, that's what's irritating me about it. Um, and it's definitely one of those beers <laughs> where let it open up because my first sip when it was cold out of the can, I definitely gave like a pucker face of like, ooh, that black currant is coming in a way that I don't necessarily love. Okay, so let it oh, let it warm up, which is probably true of a lot of stouts. Mm. Yeah, and porters and stuff like and that. And porters, like, yeah, of a darker up. beer. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a good porter. It's a really good porter. Yeah. Um, the black currant TBD, but I know they have different versions of it. Like it's not just black currant. Like that's why this is the black currant edition. Oh, okay. Yes. So interesting. Yeah. All right, great. Well, hey, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Guess what I love? I love the fact that nobody knows what a goddamn banyip bunyip looks like. There's Bunyip. 58 different versions. Bang. They're all goofy. They're all bunyips. You know what I love? They're all good bunyips. The Battle of Ape Canyon. We got to yes. get that battle. We love a canyon full of apes. Nonstop fun. You know what I love? Bunyips that have bindles. And if you want to see one, there's a statue and teach you how to read. You know what else I love? Sasquatch um, uh, reproduction where they're pissing on clay statues. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's an ape with big tits. Melissa wins. <laughs> 
Big tits always wins. Big tits always wins. Hashtag, big tits for the win. Hashtag you, now, do not bang. See, hashtag big tits always wins. Ha, see, your husband stole the bosoms, but then won, but then used them to win. Yeah. Yeah. I use them for victory. So that's fair. That's fair is fair. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's There was never any anger. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us this week. Yes, come back next week. There maybe we'll actually do, do ghosts. Maybe? No promises. Who who the hell knows? Who knows. But yes, uh, come back. There will be booze, and they'll they'll be bruised. Yeah. So until then, cheers. Cheers. You missed. <laughs> you, you, what'd you do? I missed.